Making the time for your professional development. It can be even more important than you may think. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for the very latest business aviation news and information. Now, chances are that few listening to this episode today, or recording it for that matter, have an abundance of free time on our hands. After all, we all work in business aviation, and ours is an industry that always has something going on that's vying for our attention. That makes any time we get away from the hangar or office to rest and relax and spend time with our families and friends all the more precious. Nevertheless, it's important that we also take time and make time for professional development, whether that's learning a new job skill, earning a new certificate or accreditation, or anything else that expands our understanding and knowledge of our industry. Doing so can bring us value far exceeding the time we spend. I have found that an investment in learning something new often results in giving myself time back in the future. Caleb Gibson is manager for Pro Ownership Maintenance at Textron Aviation. So by digging into that technical topic or learning how to be a better listener, I'm more equipped for the needs of the future when they arise. I look for initiatives that could benefit me in my current role, but then also prepare me for my next role. That way, when you do get to a scenario where you're expected to act in a new way, you're not also trying to learn the skill set at the same time you're being asked to execute. Indeed, professional development can definitely offer an important leg up at a critical time. Kenny Mazingo is business development manager at Four Corners Aviation. As I see our careers, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and the world is changing at a fast pace. So we want to make sure that we equip ourselves for the changing, that we are in a position that we can that we can adapt depending whether it's technology or shortage in certain areas. Uh, developing our skills it just makes us more attractive to those changes that are happening in the world. And also, from a learning perspective, uh, one of my fears is to be complacent, just stop learning or do the eight to five and really just do the ordinary things. But I, I see our careers as exciting opportunities and learning and developing just makes sense to be attractive in this world. My third guest today is Jessica Belcher, marketing manager for exclusive aircraft sales and president of the Minneapolis chapter of Women in Aviation International. And Jessica, building on what Kenny and Caleb have said, it's important to keep sight of the potential future payoff from professional development. Yeah, I think it helps you to diversify yourself, too, and stand out in what could be a crowded room, a crowded pool of applicants for an opportunity. So putting that investment into yourself helps to better yourself, you know, and and I think they both made really great points about improving upon yourself for the now and for the future. And I think any investment you make in yourself is just going to better serve you in the future. So what can we do to fit in these learning opportunities in between our other commitments? We all only have 24 hours in a day. So I think what was important is just being organized and realizing, you know, I have these obligations in the day, those things I'd like to accomplish and laying everything out in front of you. I'm very much a list person and writing down what is it I'm hoping to accomplish. And that helps me keep organized and set those goals and say, here's what I'm hoping to do and how I'm going to accomplish them. And it doesn't mean everything gets done on that list in one day, but keeping them in front of you written out in black and white is a great way to kind of set up, okay, how am I wanting to do these things that are important to me today, this week, this month, this year? 
Caleb, I'm sure that's a challenge for you as well, given how busy aircraft maintenance facilities are right now. How are you able to fit in professional development opportunities? It's absolutely the truth that it takes a time commitment to invest in training or reading or other professional development endeavors. If you have a family at home, there's also a sacrifice that they're making to allow you to do this commitment to support you in reaching your goals. So with that, I believe you need to make a game plan as a team. Ask what evenings of the week you already have commitments. Where can you squeeze in some time to read? My wife, Corey, and I will often spend time together reading, even though we're studying for entirely different vocations. Uh, She'll quiz me on my notes, and then we'll talk about the topics that we both read. If I know I need to be alone to study, then we'll talk about that. I'll be clear about my intention to do that tonight after everybody else goes to bed and then give myself a realistic cutoff time, two or three hours, knowing that I'm going to need sleep too. You know, my advice is to look for ways that you can set time aside for personal development, but also be inclusive of your loved ones as well, even if it's a trade-off and a plan to have you study in a quiet place one night and then do something as a family the next. Your professional development pursuits cannot come at the expense of your loved ones, or you will find nothing but emptiness in the pursuit of gain. Kenny, has your family helped you in carving out professional development time as well? Yes, great question. For us as a family, I'm, I'm married, have two wonderful kids, and my wife as well. So a busy house for the five months. So for my wife and I, it's about the mindset. We both agreed on that as we continue to build our families, that's important that we build ourselves individually. And part of that, it's sometimes just taking, like Caleb mentioned, a weekend or a week personally doing the things that are, that's important for me. So for us, as a family, we do by quarters. Uh, usually the last quarter is Christmas, very busy for us. We I try not to do anything. But it's usually in the first quarter, usually from January to March, I usually take a few weeks aside whether to do an executive program at university or join a a club in my area with different industries, leaders, or simply just be a part of a club that talks about different sides of the industry. I usually put my time towards Monday to Friday because weekends are are sacred for us. And throughout the week from Monday to Friday, usually after working hours, I join those meetings for about three hours on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I do that with discipline because number one, I'm away from my family. I have to make this time useful. And number two, I'm I'm growing as an individual. That gives me the, the ability to also bring value to others. We'll have more of this conversation in just a moment after this word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, your podcast is ready everywhere. You can download it from iTunes, ask your smart speaker to give you a listen, or hear it in any car with Apple's CarPlay. NBAA Flight Plan, available anytime, anywhere. We're back now with Jessica Belcher, Caleb Gibson, and Kenny Mazingo, and our discussion about the value of finding time in our busy schedules to prioritize professional development and expanding our education and skill set. Kenny, before the break, you mentioned being able to fit in such opportunities as your business slows a bit for you at the beginning of the year. That's a great example of taking a strategic approach to professional development. But how would you recommend others take a similar approach, even if they may not necessarily have that time? Yes, great point. I heard this quote not too long ago, and someone said that a great career, it's it's the learning that we do over the four years. That really struck with me. So just having the mindset believing that the world is changing and I have to grow, I have to adapt, I have to be better something else. You just got to want it. It doesn't really come down to the financial reward anymore. I think it becomes just who you are as an individual and you want to learn, you want to be an asset to those around you. And uh, the mindset usually comes to just want to learn, just want to be a better better version of yourself, uh, whether you're getting paid or not. I think it's hard sometimes to 
ask someone to have a certain mindset, but I think all of us in the, within our industry, we all sponge, we all want to learn. I think it just really comes down to want to learn, want to adapt, want to be better, and never want to be complacent. Just I'm, I'm afraid of being complacent, and I think that's the that's the wrong mindset. Just never stop. I feel like a, a lot of us in our roles and our work may think strategically for our companies. You know, what are we doing in the next two or five or ten years? And it's kind of fun to take that mindset and put it towards yourself. You are the product. You are what you're selling and putting out there. Going back to what I had said earlier about being organized, I think that's a great place to start if you're looking at this and saying, wow, I, I don't know where to begin. Kind of writing out what you're wanting to do, organizing your goals, and continuing what both Caleb and Kenny said about having your team, which is your family, on your side and saying, okay, what are we doing? I think those are incredibly valuable assets to have, not only your company and your teammates, but also your family uh, your loved ones to work together and say, you know, let's communicate, let's make this plan and see how, you know, this maybe small struggle right now of being away for a week or two weeks while you're taking a training will benefit us in the future. And you kind of work together and collaborate to say, this is the end goal and this is what we're working towards and keeping those sorts of things in mind, I think are incredibly helpful when you're making that strategic plan for yourself as a professional development. Great points. Caleb? I think that the group of folks around you, right, the folks most close to you, your family, your friends, your your peers, your mentors, you know, they know you uh, and often will see things that you may be blind to. There's no better champions and no better critics uh, than those in that close circle. And, it, and it's all for your own good. And so ask them, this is something that I'm interested in. What do you think? Do you think that this is a particular training opportunity or professional development opportunity that coincides well with who I am and who I want to be. Use them as a sounding board for ideas on those growth opportunities and uh, allow them to help encourage you or caution you uh, as may be appropriate because they, they know you and they're on your side. That leads right into my next question, as all three of you are active young professionals in business aviation, or YoPros, and you and Kenny currently serve on NBAA's YoPro Council. Talk about having an incredibly enthusiastic and encouraging team around you. Caleb, is your employer also supportive of your taking time to explore professional development opportunities? Absolutely. Uh, My employer has been incredibly supportive of professional development pursuits. I've been able to pursue additional technical training opportunities with a maintainer background, as well as leadership training, both in individual contributor roles where I'm influencing without authority. And then today, as a manager at the company level, uh, we have a tuition reimbursement program for undergraduate and graduate programs, as well as AMP mechanic training and flight training reimbursement opportunities as well. Um, And I've also found that additional training opportunities or the ability to take some additional time from work may be available if you ask. Really, the onus is on you at that point as the one who would desire to grow in your professional development. Bring the business case, the value add to your team or to the company at large, as well as the case for your professional growth. And you'll find that you have champions. You have folks that want to see you grow because they see that the investment you're making in yourself allows you to better serve your customers, your team, and the company well. Kenny, is that true of your company too? Absolutely. I've been blessed enough to be a part of this team where most of my team members are 
always looking for ways to advance, uh, whether it's pursuing your CAM certification or for me, in my case, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about leadership skills and leadership strategies. So they make sure that at least once a year, I look for opportunities in the U.S., whether from a executive program or a simply scholarship, just looking for opportunities to, to continue to, to grow myself and develop myself. And sometimes I feel like if, if I don't do that, they, they look at me with, with a mean eye, like I'm being complacent. I should always be, be in the lookout for opportunities to grow because as Caleb mentioned, as I grow, the company also grows, the team grows as well. Jessica, what are some ways that your employer encourages professional development? As has been previously mentioned by Caleb and Kenny, um, our company also offers a tuition reimbursement program, which is fantastic. You know, that continuing education is very important to keep your team sharp. My company also encourages us to pursue trainings, whether that be find a professional development course officially by that title or maybe something off the beaten path that you may not think of as a specific professional development training. I'm fortunate that I'm involved in multiple other industry organizations, NBAA, for example, Women in Aviation International, and my company supports my involvement there to build myself, my network, my basis of knowledge all around the industry. And I see that as an opportunity of professional development as well. Finding out about opportunities offered within those organizations, meeting other people that are doing things within the industry and to kind of lean into what Caleb had said of talking to other people and say, oh, you do that job. That's really cool. How to find out about that? And you might find yourself leaning into something differently than what you had on your your list of goals for yourself. With all of these opportunities offered by a company, whether that be a professional development training or a tuition opportunity, it is on you as the individual um, to build your case for support and say, I would like to go to this conference, I would like to attend this training, and you bring that up to your supervisors to say, this is what I want to do. You know, you have to put in the work, you do have to find the opportunities, but I think that's worth doing is worth your time to say, this is something I want to do. This is why. And then follow through on that, you know, say I went to this training, here's what I learned and here's how I get to implement that every day, whether that be in my professional life, personal, or sometimes both. You've all shared some great advice for our listeners. What other guidance would you give for someone seeking opportunities for professional development, Jessica? My advice would be try, go, get out of your comfort zone, find those opportunities that arise that may not align specifically with what you're doing right now. It might feel, you know, a little bit off track. It might be a little bit above even where you are in your role or position. But what I like to think is instead of why me, why not me? Put yourself out there, give it a try. You never know what you'll learn, what you'll find, what you'll discover. So Go, do it. You have my support. You have my encouragement. When it comes to your job in business aviation, I believe you bring attitude and aptitude and everything else can be learned. Think outside the minimum job requirements and look for what you can do to set yourself apart or what will allow you to learn new skills you may not naturally encounter on growth within your given role. As a maintainer, You know, I want to look for ways to be a better mechanic, yes, but also how do I become a leader in that field. So ask yourself, would pursuit of more diverse studies like MBA's CAM credential, for example, would that allow me to grow in that new way? I actually look at business aviation job descriptions a lot, 
not because I'm discontent in my current role, but because I'm interested in learning about what qualifications or skills others are looking for in equivalent or perhaps progressive roles. What are they looking for as Marsha's success? And then how do I work that backwards and ask, how do I get there? Read roles and responsibilities in the MBA management guide. Utilize the power of your network as Jessica and Kenny have both mentioned. Ask someone who's in that director or C-suite role what guided them on their journey. And then finally, look for the long-term benefit to an investment now or over the next few years that allows you to reach the goals that you've set for yourself. You do have ownership of your professional development. No one else does. The company you work for, they have a vested interest in seeing you succeed, but only you know really what your goals will be and uh, only you can chart the path to reach them. You will have other champions. You should seek other champions who will encourage you on the way, but it truly is yours to own. And you may also find obstacles. We've all talked about the uh, benefit that each of us have in having a room of supporters uh, at our employer, but the reality may be that some folks don't have that uh, circle um, that allows them to uh, reach those goals with such a with such open arms. And so with that, get creative. Uh, look at scholarships. I myself uh, was able to get an NBAA a maintenance technician scholarship for a particular technical training area that I would not naturally have uh, been able to receive through my given role. And so look for those ways to supplement. Look for ways to be able to still reach those goals. Even if you've, you've got uh, several closed doors, you know, keep knocking and, and one will open with the work that you put in. I know how frustrating it can be when those doors don't open right away, but that only means you haven't knocked on the right one yet. Kenny? We are the change that we want to see in our companies, in our teams, in our industries. If not you, who, right? If not now, when? Therefore, in order to see the, the transformation that we want to see, then we have to go out there and be better. And some of the ways that we be better is by, uh, like Jessica mentioned, by trying out and go. Because by doing that, not only are you helping yourself be better, but also those around you, your company, the people that you report to and people that report to you. It's a collective su success, but you have to believe in yourself. If not you, who? Our industry always provides, whether you're a mechanic, a pilot, there are resources. There's always someone out there willing to help you, whether it's a mentorship program or uh, you just never know. But there are resources and it's up to us, as we all agreed on, it's up to us to take ownership to that. There are opportunities all over our industry, but I think it's important too, as we're diversifying ourselves as business aviation professionals and wanting to grow professionally, I think it's worth mentioning, maybe look outside of aviation, look and see if there are other organizations in which you can take a leadership training and you can learn from people that aren't in our beautiful little bubble that is business aviation and see if there isn't a different course you could take or a different conference to attend that you could bring that back to the aviation world and again help yourself stand out more so than you already do and just make yourself a stronger contender and a stronger ally for our industry. As mentioned during our conversation, NBAA offers several resources to assist with your professional development, which you can learn more about at nbaa.org forward slash PDP. And for more information about earning accreditation as a certified aviation manager, visit nbaa.org forward slash CAM. 
A couple more notes. The recently launched YoPro Go program provides tools to help find professional development, networking, and mentoring opportunities, along with help supporting aviation education and advocacy in your community. Find out more at nbaa.org forward slash YoPro. And in the coming months, be sure to check out nbaa.org forward slash base. That's B-A-C-E for information about education sessions at NBAA's upcoming 2023 Business Aviation Convention and Exhibition, focused on empowering teams to unleash their potential and developing a personal flight plan to explore some of the many roles in our industry. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking your virtual assistant or connected device. Of course, you can also download Flight Plan directly from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Sending out a 3500. Alright, we got him inside, we're still on a 5170 cover.